entertaining and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, is on the air. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We all wait every week for her most intellectualness-ness, her loveliness-ness, her incredible-ness-ness, and her royal-ness-ness to appear so that we may bow down in reverence to that amazing... Yes, why not? So it is with great pleasure, my honor, my high honor to introduce... Our one and only, our beloved princess of policy, <laughs> the one, the only, Princess Diana. Welcome, Princess Di. How are you? <laughs> I am so happy to hear your voice, Sir James, the Knight of the Golden Order, the Duke of A.K.A. Bo Snurdly. It's so wonderful to talk to you today. Thank you so much. We We have a lot to discuss. The uh, okay. uh, the Amazon Prime uh, uh, Washington Post, <laughs> which reminds me, this this Elon Musk thing has got me in stitches. Okay, and then Max Boot of the Amazon Prime Washington Post was writing one of these snarky columns. Oh oh oh! If 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 Elon Musk gets a hold of Twitter, oh what will become of us? Oh we are all for ruin. Oh please don't let it happen. And somebody actually. Go ahead. We need more censorship. That's what. Right. We need more censorship so we can have democracy. And somebody wrote back and said, don't you get your paycheck from Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yeah, so. they don't make the parallel on the left, but they are right now, you know, Elon Musk is the the, the dark night of evil for the left, whereas <laughs> not that long ago, he was a hero because of his electric vehicles and environmental concerns, and they all loved him on the left. He was going to take them all to Mars and, and so they could escape this horrible planet. So they changed on a dime, as they typically do, and now he is getting the cancel treatment, which is a very amusing because don't you feel a disturbance in the force? I totally feel a change of energy. One of the things is this Elon Musk purchase move for Twitter. And the other thing was the Jennifer Rubin column that you referenced, where she talked about the sense of foreboding bordering on panic among all the leftist progressive activists with regards to the Supreme Court. So there is this sense that the left is losing power, and I think correctly, even though nothing has actually happened politically yet, in anticipation, there are, are a couple of things that is, are going to change their ability to control, which, of course, is what they live for. There is a disturbance in the force. Do you <laughs> feel it? Do you feel it? I yes. feel it. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Now, back to the Amazon Prime Washington Post. There's been a study... Yeah. And, and liberals love studies. And for a change, I love studies, too. Because this study looked at what's going on inside Jeff Bezos, Amazon Prime, Whole Foods, Washington Post. And it ain't pretty. Why don't you tell us, Your Majesty, about that, sto that study? 
This is why the news is mostly fun these days. This is a study by the workers union at the Washington Post. It's called the Washington Post Newspaper Guild. And the Newspaper Guild is studying the pay of the newspaper people on staff. And they this is not the first time they've done this, but they always find gaps between men and women, between people of color and white people in the salaries. And so they have come out with another one and which they found the median salary for women who work in the newsroom is 13% lower than for men who work in the in the newsroom. So this obviously proves that the Washington Post is a terribly hostile environment and you know it is not unusual for organizations or cities or states run by the left to have the worst record for all of the things that they say they care about. And so, you know, this is an instapundent question he asks all the time. Why are leftist organizations such cesspits of bigotry and hate? And clearly the Washington Post is a cesspit of bigotry and hate in their own newsroom because they do not treat people equally which is what they claim to want to do. According to a 2019 study, women of color received $30,000 a year less than white men, a gap of 35%. So this is a long-term problem at the Washington Post, and I do think the Justice Department needs to investigate. Democracy dies in darkness. Equity (laughs) dies at the Amazon Prime Washington Post. Yes. Yes. Now they don't even know how to fix it, and that—that is the other thing. The union said, "We well, the data proves that this is true. That perpetuates inequalities, but the data doesn't uh, tell us why or what we can do to fix it." So I was going to ask you, what do you think they should do to fix it? I think that they should give the black people at the Washington Post reparations. Number one. And then I think they ought to extend the reparations to women and say, look, y'all have been in the press class here. We have systematic racism, institutional racism at the Washington Post and institutional Me Too sexism at the Washington Post. And the only way for us to fix it is with money. And here's some money. We're going to load you up with money and we're going to finally make you equal to white men who we're trying to fire anyway. So, I mean, hey. And then you can go spend that money, and you can spend that money at Whole Foods. We're going to give you discount, and you can spend it on Amazon, and we'll give you a better discount. Boom. Problem solved. That is absolutely perfect. Here, here. Now, the turtle. The turtle, Mitch McConnell, and we are using the nickname given to Mitch McConnell by Rush Limbaugh. May God bless and rest his soul. The turtle, the turtle says that the GOP could well screw up these midterm elections if, if, if we don't get the right people to run. What is the turtle talking about? You know, this is actually a long running feud between Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump. And he, there was a piece in February in the New York Times and another piece in the Washington Post detailing what the turtle was doing to stop 
all of the candidates that Trump wanted to uh, endorse in the primaries. So Mitch McConnell is claiming that he wants to make sure no goofballs get elected. That has been what he calls conservatives in general and the Tea Party people. He's been, you know, really warring against conservative candidates in Republican primaries for many, many years. And he's succeeded in keeping conservatives out of his precious Senate. Now, new for him is he is losing this battle to Trump, who has been working very, very hard to study and and endorse candidates in these races that he wants to have as MAGA candidates who are going to, because he saw that the Senate was a problem for him the first time. And if there's a second time that uh, that he's president, that he's going to need supporters in these um, old, old Republican establishment-run organizations. And so this has been, as I said, a long duel between the two men that's been basically not noticed. And so far, uh, Mitch McConnell is losing a lot of uh, Trump candidates. Uh, one of the ones that's often mentioned is Herschel Walker, who Mitch McConnell wanted nothing to do with, but he is very popular. And so he reluctantly agreed to endorse him as well. So he is supporting them, but him, but not all of the rest of Trump's endorsed candidates. And interestingly enough, there are a lot of wars going on within the party on Trump endorsements. I mean, he endorsed uh, Oz, and that is very controversial. Oh, yeah, Dr. Oz. That is, yeah, that that one. Yes. Yep. There are a lot of people who are like, what is he thinking? And, you know, in many cases, there are arguments to be made against the, the people that Trump has chosen. But to me, let's look at the record he's got. You know, it's almost like 97 percent who have actually won after his endorsement. His endorsement has a lot of clout. And so he have, has a lot of people going down to Mar-a-Lago to kiss the ring and to get his endorsement. And he picked and chooses. Now, I'm not saying I agree with all of them, but I do say that it has power and influence within the party, which is what Mitch McConnell is angry about. And I'll just leave you with this and get a quick reaction, and then we'll pick it up tomorrow morning, Princess Diane, on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. There's an article in Politico today that I just saw right before the show started. McCarthy losing House GOP dealmakers as he eyes speakership. So already Politico was nervous because the rhinos are not running again. People like Fred Upton, the rhinos, the ones that used to stab Trump in the back. And so Politico's like, oh, the moderates are going to leave. This is going to be problematic when the Republicans, if the Republicans win the midterms. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Is it going to be a problem or not? Well, I guess the princess, we've lost her line. So why don't we do this? Why don't we head over to a break, ladies and gentlemen, and we will be right back. James Golden, a.k.a. Thank you, Princess Di, WABC, and we'll be right back.